Yes, go get it. Boys, another week, another episode. Sorry, uh, sorry, everyone. We uh, missed last week. We had to take a uh, what do you call those? Uh, is a mental health break? Or is that what they? Is that yeah? A little vacation. So took a holiday. Uh, we're back, boys. How we doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. We missed it last week, but uh, had a lot of stuff going on, so we need a little, little breather, little relaxing, drinking, drinking, chill kind of thing. So that's what I did. Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, I was, you know, at a wedding and all that and good times. Kurt, uh, I think, I think Kurt, you were at the Florida game, right? Yeah, I, uh, I, w- I went down to Florida for the Florida Bama game. Uh, probably one of the, the better games we'll get to watch this year in college football. What a segue. Um, did you guys just notice that segue I just did? First <laughs> top, first topic, just casual, uh, throw me straight into the fire. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, I, I don't think that's a fire comic. It's like Florida. Florida surprised me, big time. I, I, I mean, I so when I, I was I, watching that that first quarter. I my first thought was, Bam was going to put up fifty, and I thought they were going to. And sure enough, like no points in the second quarter for Bama. So that it was really impressive. I, I was surprised by Florida. I will say that. Yeah. So I I was not. The, the only thing I was surprised about is I don't understand how it's the biggest game we've had in the Swamp in, let's say, 10 years. And I don't understand how you can come out so flat for a game like that. Um, Todd Grantham, I, I'll, I will give him credit. I've been on the fire Todd Grantham train for a couple of years now. He sucks as a defensive coordinator. He can't get off the field on third down. He just he calls too complicated defenses for when you're starting young, athletic college freshmen who just don't understand, don't have the right recognition yet. But he called a great game, but to come out the gates and give up three easy touchdown drives like that, fall behind 21-3, we dominated Alabama. That physically dominated for three and a half quarters, but we we just started off so bad we still couldn't win the game. So from my point of view, very disappointing. Um, I felt like we played good enough to win, uh, just made too many big mistakes, uh, too many PIs on third down, just stuff that you can't do when you're playing the number one team in the country. Well, and the – you know, like the way I look about it is like the extra point, man. Like I, I, I was sitting there, I was sitting there watching, I was like sitting there watching and you know, it's like one of those games where like the guy misses the extra point early. And I looked at my dad I said, what a shame that would be if that comes back to bite him. And then, and then I'm sitting there at the wedding and I'm like, like refreshing, like the ESPN game cast and trying to like see like who won and i see like they're like having to go for two now because the guy missed the extra point early in the game and then you guys didn't get it and i said i like i was on the board for like florida winning i was like i either want alabama to win big Mm -hmm. or i want florida to win like i didn't want this like exactly what happened i did not want yeah losing by an extra point which just watching that because i don't I, I can't tell well, you. Now we have to. Now Dustin. we have to hear you. Now we have to hear you be like, "Oh, Florida I told you they're legit," and it's like, "No, what? What? Well, well, I, 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 I want you guys gonna, to I'm win." If that was the case, yeah, but I'm not going to argue the fact that that we're legit because everyone that knows anything about college football already knows that we were legit. We played Bama tougher than anyone in the country last year too, but nobody wanted to talk about that in the off season. 
But well, I mean, I will say, I will say, you know, like if you, know, if you, you guys know are playing them at home, home, you guys are playing them at home. And I will say the only team that's really competed with Alabama has been Clemson. That is that is a fact. And we beat we've been yeah, able if, to beat if Clemson, Clemson. If you guys played them this year, you would lose 45 to zero. Well, yeah, we got to figure out our offense. That's for sure. Which is where the zero came from. We may, we may, yeah, we may go negative points and, and, but yeah, great segue again. Uh, Clemson, uh, Sam, Sam, your, your, your reaction. I know you're not, uh, you're not too happy. No, they fucking blow. I mean, there's no offense. Well, like calling us trash blows. You're uh, <laughs> ukulele is a bum. Dude, the only <laughs> thing, the only thing that is going for Clemson right now is their is their defense. I mean, they haven't given up one touchdown all year. Granted, it's only three games, and we played shitty competition. I mean, besides Georgia, but I mean, come on, like it's just bad. Like it's embarrassing to say that I went to Clemson right now. It's just, I mean, because you have such high expectations for a five-star number two in the country quarterback and absolutely be trash. I mean, absolutely be trash. I would throw in freaking uh, Hunter Helms or somebody in just for experiment, just to see, fuck it. I mean, at this point, like Hunter Helms probably can throw a little bit more accurate than DJ Ugalele. I mean, hey, so I I, I, I do, I want to give, I want to give DJ a, a little bit of slack here for a second because Georgia Tech is, is a really, really good football team. Yeah, but I mean, come on, we could at least score a fucking yeah. No, I, I said that completely sarcastically. Georgia Tech sucks, and so I will. Clemson. I will say I'm. I will. I. I mean, we have issues. That, that that's there. You know, there's there's no you can't put makeup on a pig, but uh, you know, I, I do think that there is something like you can, but it still looks at like looks. Bad. <laughs> it's still a pig. <laughs> it's still a pig. And, and um, I guess what I like. I don't know. I, I don't want to. I'm not jumping ship so quick because obviously this is like the first time we've ever seen this, like in a long, long time for Clemson. So like that is some concern. But I will say, I I, I think that like they're bound. I'm not saying they're going to be a top 30 offense this year, but I'm saying like I think they're going to be able to score more than like 28 points a game, let alone. 14 points. It's a stretch, dude. I, I, it's I'm a just, stretch. I'm, I'm, hey, so, so I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I what, I'm, I, what I'm going with, what I'm going with, and everyone was like, there were people that are like, well, obviously they're, the wide receivers can't get open. Like, who are the wide receivers? Like, our wide receiving core, our wide receiving core is, is as far as, like, numbers and depth, is probably the best that we've had. Like, as far as depth. Like, we have, like, six, seven guys. Justin Ross, Nagata, with Juju. We have like a bunch of guys that can actually go make plays. And from what it sounds like, number one, DJ was throwing the ball terrible. I mean, he was almost like I saw him throw the ball and I was like, that's a high school quarterback to actually make that throw. So he's playing terrible. We've seen what he can do. So that's where I'm at. I'm like, we've seen his ability and we're seeing how he's playing. So like there has to there has to be a middle of like this is where he like can go our offensive line like last year for some reason is garbage we got exposed by georgia 100 so i don't know I, i'm not you know i'm i'm gonna ride the ship and see how it goes i would i would i will say 
minus 10 and a half favorite against NC State is very yeah, disrespectful. Extreme, that's extremely disrespectful. That's I'm, very I'm disrespectful. Dude, our, our defense, our defense I can dis- score 10 points. Like our yeah, well, defense dude, can score 10 I, points. So, so I, 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 I disagree. Yeah, so I, I, I'm just I'm way off of that one. Well, yeah, so I, I do. I need to go on the record here real quick and just say as bad as Clemson has looked, and I've been one of their biggest critics, I still – people forget they play in the ACC where you can literally sleepwalk to eight or nine wins. And so I, I still – I will. Go I'm hoping the they do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I, I will go on the record and say this. I think I think Clemson goes 11-1. and one, You know, a, a lot of their wins just because their defense is so good. I think they went out. I think they still win the ACC because who's the next best team in the ACC? Virginia Tech probably, you know, I I think Clemson's still better than that. Yeah, so I, I think I think Clemson or maybe still, Wake Forest. Yeah, I, I think Clemson still wins the ACC and puts pressure on the playoff committee. I don't know if they're going to get in or not, just because of how bad they have looked and how weak their schedule is. But I think that Clemson will win out and at least have an opportunity, possibly at the end of the year, to get in. Dude, I don't know. Minus ten. Dude, the, the like ACC I said, I'm going against the spread. Garbage. I would go against the spread. Dude, NC State has a offense. Georgia Tech does dude, not. But our dude, defense, that's what I'm saying. Dude, to put it in perspective, though, NC State got worked last got worked two weeks ago against Mississippi State. Mississippi State is probably the 11th or 12th best team in the SEC. Well, and there NC you go. State got to, smacked by that. There you go. Well, back hang to on, the conversation will, on SEC versus ACC. Which one are you going to choose? Yeah, well, I'd, I mean that's that's the obviously conversation. No brain. Obviously, no <laughs> well, brainer. That's the conversation. No, I, I, I'm just, I'm just say saying, it's, State's not a good football team. I will I, say, like the most difficult thing, like early on in college football, every year, the most difficult thing is when you see these other teams play these teams, and this team goes plays that team, they beat like whoever, and then you go like, because here's the thing, like Northern Illinois beat Georgia Tech by. The same amount, or yeah, yeah, or and, and maybe and one point. Northern more Illinois than is awful. Northern and then we're Illinois gonna, is not a good football. So team. if we're gonna if we're gonna go like, oh, they beat them, and then we beat them, like, then you're looking at it, you're like, okay, well, Northern Illinois can then could beat Clemson. That's what that's like. How? Yeah, it, but, it's, but hard not, to, it's, it's hard to. It's hard to completely different. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's hard but, to chase the like. Oh well, they beat them by this because yeah, college well, football well, it's, is it, so. Yeah, if, if you use that logic, it's the same logic that gave UCF a national championship. Uh, yeah, because they beat like, Auburn, who beat Alabama, who you know X Y Z. Yeah, I just feel like y'all are giving Georgia Tech too much credit. Georgia Tech I sucks. Know, no, I no, I I uh, no, I, I completely agree. Georgia Tech and it's, is, is, and it's there's a home issues, game. There's, a there's home issues. Game for at, yeah. There's issues on the offense. Yeah, well, well there's well, issues I, on I, offense. I also I also think that Clemson was not. After losing to Georgia and some playing some of these lesser teams, I think Clemson probably hasn't been as motivated as, as they should have been because they know they're going to win the game just purely off talent. I think after hearing a lot of stuff this week and after kind of having that wake-up call last week, that's part of the reason why I love the minus 10 this week. I think they kind of come out and maybe try to right the ship a little bit. Um, I, 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 hope will so. also, I hope so. I hope so. I will say – our play calling, and I, I don't know how. I mean, I've said this almost every podcast is play calling for whatever reason. The first, the first like five games that Clemson's played since like even like Taj Boyd, they they do these bubble screens. They always do these like like two two yard passes on like second down, and it's like second and ten, and they always do it every year. They never cover the spread because of that reason, and and well, and because we put our backups in, but. This year we're doing the same thing, like par for the course, but we don't have the athletes on offense to make the two-yard pass a five-yard pass. 
and or our offensive line to give someone time. Our play calling sketchy, but I will say I'm not the guy that's like, look at what Tony Elliott's done. It's like we can't we can't be like thrown to the fire after three games. I mean, it's just not it's not fair. I, I don't think that's fair. Dabo needs um, a lot of fire in his ass, so I, I think that I'm sure that there has been conversation <laughs> that like, hey, like, like what's going on? Like, how can we solve this? I'm sure I'm assuming there there has to be. But moving uh, yeah. on, because uh, you know, we're on a little time crunch. Um, you guys see the Mississippi State Memphis uh play? Yeah, dude. The the if those refs should never and, and, and my, my thing about that is the play and, and Mike Leach said it best in, in the interview. For for those of you that, that don't know, um, I'll let Derek give a quick rundown. But but Mike Leach gave a perfect explanation. You want to explain real quick, Derek, what happened? Well, yeah, so pretty much what happened is Mississippi State punts the ball. Ball lands on like the one or two, and it bounces back towards the like midfield. And it what it seemed to be on the replay, it looked like a couple Mississippi State guys kind of touched it. Yeah, and then, well, the, the, the ball was definitely down. Right. So then the but, but like the argument was did the guy because like the guy's knee was down, and it doesn't matter if your knee's down or not, but like the guy like the Mississippi State player kind of downed the ball. Oh, the the, like, the, the ball had stopped moving. It had stopped yeah. moving. He and with his hand on the ball. Right. Yeah. And but it but it wasn't as like obvious, like in you know, in real time wasn't as obvious. But then like you see the ref who's yeah. like oh, coming, yeah. like, like kind of does like the like this is down, but then like yeah, well, doesn't well, one he on, threw the marker too. Yeah, on, on top of that. So that was my biggest thing is. Like on those punt returns, the the play is not dead until the ref blows the whistle, picks up the ball, you know, and says this is where we're spotting it, right. which is what Mike Leach said. You know, he's like, we tell our guys when you're on the, the punt return team, you go down there, you down the ball, you pick it up, you hand it to the official. That's yeah. how you make sure none of that happens. They're all standing there just staring at the ball like a bunch of idiots. And here comes Memphis dude, swings in, scoops it up. All of a sudden, Memphis is goes for like a 94-yard touchdown or something. All of a sudden, well, Memphis is up two scores now. And this is – yeah, this is, like, late in yeah, the game. This is, yeah, like, like – Like, what? five minutes left. Five minutes it it left. Essentially, yeah. essentially ended the football game. But, yeah. I, I mean, to watch – like, Mike Leach said it best when he's like, you know, we tell our guys to do that. He's like, well, and obviously, it should have been blown dead. The ref was right. – if if, there, if you're a ref and you're running out on the field and you're marking the ball dead, that's when the play is dead. I don't know how they didn't bring that back. Like, that ref has no and, balls And whatsoever. you see a guy that come up and pick the up. ball up? Yeah, yeah. When, when and then you see the guy pick it up and start running, you have to blow your whistle. It's yeah. like yeah, whoa, no. whoa, 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 no, like yeah. Well, and I I understand, you know, if, if the guy does that before you run out on the field, but if you're the ref and you mark it dead, have some balls and stand behind your call. The ref yeah. watched it happen and just kind of tried to disappear, fade into the distance. No, that that's not. If you're a ref, your job is to control the game, and that ref did not do his job. He, in my opinion, in the SEC. Like he costs them a game, he should never be allowed to coach another football game. There's way too much that goes into college football, and and it, it's not that that wasn't a judgment call, you know, through a PI call, something like that. That's just straight up a ref not having the balls to stand behind like that. That is inexcusable, you know. Right, that, right. That's not missing a call. That's that's purposefully blowing a game. Did they that's, review it's it? Too bad. Did they review the play? Um, I, I'm not sure. I, I just saw, I saw oh. replays. I don't know if, they, I don't know if they reviewed it or not. Yeah, I'm or not I, sure either. I, well, to be honest with you, I don't know if that is a reviewable thing. 
You know, like it, yeah, like, I was gonna true. say, I, I'm I assuming it's, it's like whistle. not reviewable. Yeah, I think it's either he blew his whistle or he didn't. But if you're running out there to market, I mean that that is you blowing it dead. So I don't know. Yeah, so it's, it's it's a shame. I feel bad for Mississippi State. You know, because they ended up they went down by 14 or something right then. They ended up only losing the game by two. You know, so it's like it just completely kind of killed them. Um. Yeah. So that's that's too bad. Uh, I mean, it's a shame that that. Especially happens at the end. Those of the refs game. had some money on that game, so you oh, can't. Yeah, yeah no, so you, no th- those refs should never be allowed. If like if if those refs ever coach another game in the SEC, then the SEC messed up. Yeah. Well, it's like how do you? I guess like if it was one thing that like happened the first quarter or second quarter, you can you can tell your players like, hey, like this sucks, but hey, hey you know what? Like yeah, we have a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, you have time and, to like, bounce back. It gives you the ability, right? And and right those plays that happen always at the end of the, the game. That's eventually decided by a missed call it's like that that kills oh, it stings. It stings. that kills your team well well um, especially for a team like mississippi state where they have such little margin for error in the sec west yeah you know that that one difference on the win-loss record that could literally be like leach's job you know right. like like you are costing yeah. people their livelihood yeah because at the end of the day because at the end of the day they're going to look at wins and losses they're not going to be yeah. like oh the one play against memphis yes yeah. you know yeah at, at the end of the season it's either going to be you know Oh, the, I mean, it's the difference between eight and four to seven and five, you know, which which is a pretty big difference, you know, for those kind of fringe teams trying to make a comeback in a hard conference. Right. Um, still on the recap here, toughest betting week so far, I think, was this past week. I think all of us sucked. I don't know about you guys. Florida money line. I know. I think, Sam, you said, like, because of NFL, you know, saved you. But, yeah, I, I, NFL you know, saved myself. me. NFL saved me get profit. I will say that. But college football, I was I was down, down. And then uh, Stanford, the Stanford San Diego State really brought me Stanford, back to even man. that day. Stanford, huge. Yeah. I've never did, seen. Did any of y'all I've, have them on your on your sidetrack picks, or was it no? Just me? That was no. But no, I had dude. it. I just like I did like I ended up like during the day. I ended up I saw that and was like I have to hammer Stanford. Oh, I, I love Stanford in that game. Oh, dude, that was Vanderbilt the only is. Yeah, like Vanderbilt washed. It was I never like when I'm we were like looking at my picks. I just like you know when like the weeks like you're like Wednesday, Thursday, you're looking at your picks and you're like, I can see the board clearly. Like I feel very confident in these picks. Yep. Oh, yeah. Last week I was like, I'm not sure about any of these. And obviously all of us went one through one for three. So yeah. It was tough. I mean, I, I was very shocked that Marshall lost. Boise State kind of disappointed me. Uh, dude, I, dude, I, I want to talk. UCF disappointed me. Dude, I, I, well, UCF was huge on on Friday, Thursday, or, or on, Thursday. on Friday night. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, well, so to be fair, that pick six was it was a little bit fluky, but um, dude, the the one that hurt me the most, what, dude, UCLA Saturday night. I, yeah. I really, I was really believe, and I was believing UCLA because, dude, they, they do all like like they run the ball well. Their big boys play tough in the trenches. Like they're one of those teams where it's like. Like if you're just athletic, but your big boys suck, it's easy to kind of be caught sleeping and get upset. But when you run the football and play good defense, it's a lot harder to just like randomly lose football games. And UCLA got got bullied by Fresno State. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah it's uh, absolutely unacceptable for Chip Kelly. Big big step back for UCLA because people are talking about them as a as a possible you know Pac-12 contender. Dude, that's the reason why I got Fresno State tomorrow night. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I I love Fresno State. <laughs> I'm hitting it. Fresno State, they they beat UCLA now, and dude, they played Oregon within a touchdown. 
Yeah. Fresno State is a good mm-hmm. football team. I, that was the other pick I was going to pick on our three, but I didn't. Yeah. But yeah, well, I, I like that. Talking talking about that, we can just kind of skip to that. Um, buy yeah, or well, sell? Uh, uh, buy or sell? I'm yeah. selling UCLA. Sell, sell it. Sell them all. <laughs> they suck. I, I would say because I, I have two teams down. Right. At, you know, thinking about Fresno State, I will say I'm buying BYU. I'm buying Fresno State for sure. And then if you had to, like, throw another team in there just because, like, a team that's better than what we all thought they were going to be is Stanford. Yeah. Yeah, buy Stanford. I, I'm going I'm to add another buy, Penn State. I said from the beginning before the season started, I mean, Sean Clifford, he looks good. The whole, whole Penn State looks, looks solid. Dude, that – so, and that was, like – here, here's my issue with Penn State, and be, and this may be the one year. I hope it's not, but it may be the one year where I'm like, because I'm, I'm always like, Penn State's overrated, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan's overrated, like all these teams, because they usually are. Because here's the thing, Michigan's always been like top 10 preseason. Penn State's always been top 10 preseason. Michigan was unranked, unranked preseason. Penn State, they weren't preseason top 10. And now they go because that's usually the game they lose to. Like they lose like a at Wisconsin or they lose like Penn State always loses one or two games a year. And when they beat at like an SEC school, granted it was at home and Auburn is good. Auburn's good, but we don't it's hard to you find out how good teams are when they start playing like especially in the SEC when you start playing like pretty good teams every week. Yeah. Um so we'll find out how good Auburn is. Dude, I was so, surprised so that, that Penn State won the way they did. I will say that. Dude, I thought so it was going to be like one by a field goal. My, my biggest thing about the Penn State win, you know, is it, it is a good win. Auburn's not a bad football team, but Penn State was home. And I would say like Auburn, Auburn's now like you got to show up if you're playing Auburn. But I would say like out of the seven, te- out of the seven teams in the SEC West, I probably have Auburn like fifth out of the seven, yeah. you know, and Penn State won by a score at home. And I and I, I say fifth because I'd put I'd put Bama, AM, Ole Miss, um, and then probably Arkansas all ahead of Auburn, and then Auburn fifth, you know, so like yeah. like very reasonably fifth in the SEC West, you know, and, and that's with LSU behind them, who's probably about the same as Auburn, you know. So and we're about like, to we're about to find out like yeah, about I, I don't I don't think weekend. yeah, I don't think yeah. I was State, about to say y'all are buying Arkansas. Oh, I, I'm I'm buying Arkansas, and we'll get into that in a second. But my, my thing about Penn State mm. is I just – it's a – like to have Penn State, you know, it's like, oh, they beat Auburn at home, and then, you know, you want to stick them up at sixth in, sixth in the country or whatnot. Well, I I don't – I honestly think that there's probably 15 teams that would beat Penn State head-to-head on a neutral and they're, side. Well, they're the team that's like – they're going to lose like the, to Michigan State like 17-13 or something. Like yeah, they always no, have and, that. And, and some and shitty Big Ten rainy game. I could be wrong. Game. But they've always done it every year, so that's where it's like, prove me wrong. Like, I'll yeah. eat my words at the end of the year if they like are legit. But if, I will if say, they played, if they played a good team on a neutral site, they would lose by thirty. Penn State is not good. Um. So, Kurt, who are you buying and selling? Uh, I'm selling. Or, or, yeah, I'm. I'm buying. I'm sorry. I'm buying Arkansas. Uh. And and that's that could Arkansas is just one of those teams where I'm a big Sam Pittman believer. He's got the big boys playing tough, grinded out, ground and pound football. Yeah, hey, I, I like, I like, I like the Hogs, and I'll just roll straight into this. I'm selling AM. I think Arkansas wins outright. 
Arkansas money line at home this weekend. Or I, yeah, not at home because it's fucking stupid. They're playing a neutral site. But uh, Arkansas dad, will be a this weekend. My dad coached um, with Sam Pittman in Northern Illinois. Yeah, dude, I, I love – Sam Pittman is and, – and Arkansas got a lot of slack when they hired him. But dude, dude, yeah. They, that is they turning were... out to be – that was probably one of the best hires in the past – past three four years of college football i'd say did you you guys see the video of of arkansas beating texas and the athletic director was mic'd up do you guys see that no no what what happened he was he was well he would know he was mic'd up at the like the end of the game yeah and obviously like arkansas like won by like a good good amount yeah he was just mic'd up and he was just like you know really in disbelief, like hugs his wife, his wife's crying. Like his son, his son came from somewhere yeah, well, and like for, hugged for them him to be in. Texas is huge down there. A hundred percent. And, um, you know, he like hugged Sam Pittman. He goes, you know, like just emotional. And he goes like, look behind, like, this is what you did. And he was asked before the fans stormed, like the state trooper was like, Hey, like, you know, like, um, like they're going to like probably go on the goalpost and like, you're going to get fined. And he goes like he goes let soak him. it. He goes, yeah, I don't. soak he goes, it. I love it. Yeah, he goes he goes let him. He goes this hasn't happened in forever. He goes let him. And it's oh, like yeah. you know they get fined like a hundred thousand or whatever. It's like, dude, Arkansas's baseball team unreal. The yeah. basketball team has stepped up incredibly. Oh, Arkansas really athletics are in dirty. A good spot. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, well, I, director has done a unreal job across the board. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I would wager to say for Arkansas football. This is – so this is probably, like, the best spot Arkansas football has been in since, like, 2006 when they played an SEC championship game against the Tim Tebow-Chris League and team. And, they, and when Darren yeah, they had, Madden was, and like, they, second they had, in the Heisman Trophy voting. Yeah, because is that not the same time they had Ryan Mallett, the transfer from Michigan? Yeah, so, the, the, dude, at one – well, they had Ryan Mallett who came in right afterwards. But it, at one time in that backfield they had – Darren McFadden, Felix Jones, and Peyton Hillis. That's yeah. three like stud NFL running backs splitting carries. That, that's stupid. Right. Well, and, and the athletic director was like talking and he was like, you know, Arkansas doesn't have any like pro sports. So like everyone is like, this is. Oh, yeah. And then what you have like Arkansas, you have like Arkansas State. Like there's not like any other big university in the state. So like everyone is like a Razorback. Yeah. No, um, I, I'm I'm definitely I, I think Arkansas is legit though. I'm excited. oh so, speak, one last thing about them. Did you guys see that picture of of Sam Pittman when he was a player and he, he's it was like they're drinking a beer. Game. Yeah, their alumni game. He's sitting on the sidelines, full uniform, full uniform, <laughs> shoulder pads, everything, with a Coors Light beside him on the bench. That yep. uh, dude and like like uh they were interviewing him about it and they're like yeah like what would you say you know if your players did it nowadays and he's like oh I'd definitely be pissed and he's like but I'm not gonna lie it is a pretty badass picture. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, that dude just—he is like the epitome of just like Arkansas. Yeah, Sam, uh, who you uh, who you buying? Buying Fresno State, selling Notre Dame. Notre Dame's I trash. Notre Dame. Notre Dame's trash. And I, I, I mean, I agree. With they that, go back. To, I am, even though I am gonna pick them uh, later on. It, but. it goes back to to the whole Jack Cohn things, garbage. Dude, he is terrible, man. He just the way he throws the ball. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I thought he's he played was decent. In, Against he's playing Florida out of his State, mind. But this is the best he's ever like. 
Yeah, like dude, this it, is the it, best it, he's ever looked. He's got he's one still, target. Like, he's got one target. That's if it. you watch Jack Cohn throw the football, it makes you wish you had DJ Ugalele as a quarterback. Well, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I look, I'm like, is my form that bad? I just like wonder. Like, I, you know, um, yeah, definitely so like, Notre Dame. I, I can't stand Notre Dame, and I thought they were gonna be hype, but I think they're just the typical overranked team that they always are. Um, moving on. Did you guys see and I, maybe I'll have to explain to you, but Kiffin talking about like Alabama, like cherry picking their like transfers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I fully agree with that, just because I think the majority of Alabama's best players are still the five stars that they brought in from the get-go. Like the majority of like like if if you're the majority of transfers, I feel like transfer because they can't get playing time wherever else they're at. So it's not like, oh, like I got I'm not getting playing time here. Let me go to Alabama where they're the deepest team in the country. Right, so I but really, I think I don't necessarily agree. But I, I so like, and I agree with that. But I, there's also like the side that he's talking about, and like the way that I perceived it as like you know when they had like Devonte Smith, they had Jalen Waddle, they had like um, Jerry Judy, yeah. Jerry Judy. Yeah, they had like all these guys, right? Yeah, it's stupid. And then when all these guys leave, so it's like if I'm a top recruit, and instead of like. Oh, like I'm not gonna go play wide receiver at Alabama because I can't beat Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle out, right? I'm gonna go play at Tennessee or I'm gonna go play, you know, like a top school, but like I'm not gonna go play a top five school. And then in a year, I'm gonna go play at Tennessee. And then oh wait, they're all gone now. Now it's like free agency. I can transfer portal and then like, oh. I'm now like that elite wide receiver. I can just hop on over to Alabama. And that's what then that's what they did. Like there's a tennis Tennessee um wide receiver that they got. And and I, and I guess his argument was, and I, I I kind of agree with him, but I also agree with you, Kurt. Is like he's saying like the rich get have the ability to get richer because like if if you get wiped out at a certain position and you're five stars or four stars are really good, but then you have another guy that just showed out his first year. You can kind of bring him in, and then now your five-star, four-star guys can be your third third string wide receiver or something like that. So, like, there is the possibility of that happening, but for the majority, yes, transfers will transfer because they're not getting playing time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that goes in the hand with Lynn J. Dixon at Clemson. I mean, after three games, he's already done. Yeah. Basically. I mean, he, I think, he, he realized the freshman beat him Kurt. out. Yeah, I think he I think he froze there. Um, hopefully he comes back in. Uh, but that's the thing, is just like when when a freshman beats you out, I mean, what's your what's your only hope? Like you're trying to get playing time, you're trying to get to the NFL. A lot of these guys have high hopes. What's your only option? You're gonna end up at a shitty team. Look at Chase Malusi at Wisconsin. Like he yeah. obviously wasn't gonna play at Clemson, so he goes to Wisconsin and he's balling out. Well, um, now it's like now you look at all the how many transfers we had at running back. Maybe if he would have stuck it out, like he would be playing. He probably maybe. would be. He would. He would be probably second string. It, yo, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But but because yeah, we had Bowman know. leave. It is the you know it's a deep conversation, but I just want to bring it up because I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, but so, so Kiffin says this. Kiffin well, says this. You know, he was so, at Alabama. So clarify, uh, clarify. So Kiffin, Kiffin was saying that his guys are going to go to Bama, or people from Bama is going to. No, come he ahead. was he was saying that it's going to make. Yeah, so he's saying that like 
like it's going to make more talented teams because you have the ability now yeah. because it's free agency. You'd be like, Hey, come on over to Bama. We need a offensive lineman or so when all these guys graduate, then it's like, you can kind of just pick whoever from any school. It's cause it's like, yeah. if they need someone really bad, the best offensive lineman in the country, if they're not happy where they're at and you're like, Hey, listen, like, come on over here. Like you will start immediately. So like, that's his argument is like, you can just pick anyone from anywhere and they'll come right to Bama. Oh, well that goes back to our conversation about how these boosters or these teams are going to Hey, say we, we need a quarterback. We're going to call it Bryce young. Clemson's going to call Bryce young, even though it's not going to happen. Be like, Hey, we'll give you a little bit of extra cash. You come play for us. Right. And that's, and that's the, that was the thing with like the whole NIL thing could be very good for other schools but also could hurt some schools because it's like now it's like bryce young didn't even play a lot and he's already made a million dollars so it's like why would i go to tennessee where i may not make that much where yeah it's it's an evolving thing and we'll see how this whole first year of nil you know works out that's how that's probably how the that's probably how dixon dixon left is a team called him up and say hey you're gonna start first next week Grand, they can't literally like next week, but if you come to our team, well, you'll, I mean, you'll be playing like a shit ton. Well, so he's like, all right, let I don't me leave understand. Now. And maybe you guys know this. I don't understand. So, like, he's a senior and he's in the transfer portal week three. So, like, like what, like, I don't even know, understand how it works. Like, he wouldn't know. have eligibility until next that's, year. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, so, he has still an eligible, like, he's year probably left? saving, he's probably saving his other year. Yeah, well, yeah, well, like well, maybe well, he does like grad year and he like sat maybe as a redshirt freshman year. Well, you well, can well, well, like I, what's the rule on redshirt? Like you can only play a certain amount of games. So yeah, no, you're basically you, saying no, you can't take you can't take a snap. You can't take a snap. I thought you could take uh, a snap just a certain no, amount. It, no, so it, yeah, it used to be that you can't take a snap. No, the not as a fre- not as a redshirt. No, no, it, 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 to redshirt now you're allowed to play in up to four games. Yeah, so you're, that's you're allowed to play. Is. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a new rule. Yeah, it's yeah. a new rule. You're, you're allowed to play in up See, to four games. But my, my biggest thing about this, well, and on top of that, with the new COVID thing, every athlete got another year of eligibility. Right. Because so you have six COVID. year starters. Yeah, yeah so it, it will, or five year starters because you, you yeah. know, four plus the, the one year. But yeah, but my, my biggest thing is of all the people. But look at James, look at Skalski. Yeah, this but, is uh, his uh, sixth year. Yeah, but he he had a true redshirt year, and then he had the COVID redshirt true, year. So, yeah. so it, it's not like he played six years. Yeah, true. So of of all the people to complain about this, the transfer thing, Kiffin the his offense was already good. The most improved unit on his team this year is the defense. Their defense has gotten a lot better. He has four all transfers. transfers. He has yeah. four transfers starting on defense. So how they saving? He snagged a, a defensive back from Georgia, a defensive back from Navy. He's got the linebacker from Maryland. He's got transfers all over the field on defense who are experienced, good players. That's the only reason Ole Miss is a contender this year. So, right. Kiff, I, I, I mean, Kiff, yeah, Kiffin wants to complain, but he's he's doing the same exact thing. No, exactly. I think that it all it comes back down to is, in my opinion, I think the more elite schools will get, yeah, will get better. Like, because here's the thing, like. If you're a three star or four star and you don't play at Alabama, you'll go transfer. Like the, I think throughout college football, like I, like I stated, like week one or week two, every team is going to get better for the majority because you're going to have guys that are Alabama 
they're going to transfer out because they're not playing. So now you're going to go play at Northwestern. Northwestern, you know, I'm being just I'm speaking broadly. They should become better. Yeah. No. And then and then Alabama should get better. So and that's why I said I think it, it's going to help talent being, at all levels. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it this year. We're seeing it this year. There's not going to be two dominant teams like there has been in the past five years because of the transfer, because of the free agency that was going to happen, and because of COVID, like we're just talking about. So I think, I think good teams are going to get really good, and I think bad teams are going to get good, and I think it's just going to be this like trickle down effect. Yeah, no, it's it's going to help with the parity of it. You're not going to see the same four teams go twelve and zero every single season. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's better. And also too, the, the whole parody thing, it just helps college football as a whole. Like this year is one of the most entertaining years we've had in forever because nobody knows, like there could literally be, there's probably, I would say like 13, 14 different teams right now that have a legitimate chance to make the playoff, you know, and right. when's the last time we've been able to say that after three or four weeks? Never. Yeah. Like, like literally since the opening year of the playoff, the, the opening year yeah. of the playoff was the last time we had controversy. And I could still speak for weeks about that. TCU was number three, won by 50 in their final game, and then got bumped to sixth. It's just stupid. Right. Well, and you should see, and that's like another thing. It's like you should see the TCUs. You should see like like USC, like University of Southern California. Like you should, like, I don't know how, but why aren't these teams like becoming better or elite? Cause it's like if, if I'm at Alabama and or Clemson or like any of these schools, Florida. And it's like, Hey, I'm not getting, I'm not getting playing time here, but I I know I can get a spot to start off the next three years, go play at TCU. I can go play at university of Southern California. Like you wonder like, and maybe because now all this like free agency type stuff is going to happen. Maybe this is going to transpire like two, three years, but I don't know. Yeah, hey, hey, on that topic of Southern Cal, real quick, what do you guys think about firing Helton after two weeks? He deserves it. I, I, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was pretty bold because, and maybe because like Stanford, yeah, like, Stanford, what are you going to do in the next what, ten weeks? Uh, Stanford's yeah, but, better than like what everyone shit. thought they were going to. Oh, be. I agree. Huh? Yeah, but it's it's not like like if you, you fire your coach now, so now you have ten weeks. Like it's not like like it, you could have known you were going to fire him and just leave him there for the rest of the season, like. Well, what what do you gain in firing him? The only early? the only thing I can see is like maybe they had someone in mind that is underneath him, like this guy that you know they went and, they went and showed out against Washington State. Now it's Washington well, after State a, after a slow who, start and going down fourteen zero. Yeah, I, I you know who knows? I agree. I don't really see a lot of benefit, but the only thing I can think of is like, hey, let's see what this guy has. So yeah. Um, uh, it's I, I just I just found it interesting that a school that big would would make a move so early on in the season like it to do that like why don't you just fire him in the off season like like he was clearly on the way out the door if you're gonna fire him this early there's, there's obviously a, a reason like their contract reason for the number of days and stuff yeah. on it there's got to be a reason no uh, that's a fair point uh, boys you who who wants to start the picks you want I I I can go and then yeah let's hear him just go down the line uh. All right, I'm going to go the controversial Clemson minus ten. Dude, um, I don't understand what y'all where y'all logic is. I hope I, they do I, it. I, like I hope they pick. do it. I, I just don't like the back. pick. I I see the number. I just I think it's disrespectful. Like and I think Clemson at, at some point this year 
that offense is going to at least score more than 14 points. So I'm just really rolling the dice saying, hey, it's going to be this week and beyond. Um, I got I just, Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame plus six and a half. Um, I know Notre Dame is not good. Um, Wisconsin should have beat Penn State. Um, I'm just looking at this game like it, it. I felt like it was a lot of points. Um, and it's a neutral site game. It's in Chicago. I think Notre Dame's going to travel well. I, I think uh, Wisconsin will probably win, but I think it's going to be like a field goal type game. And then I got um, – I'm riding with you, Sam. I got under uh, Nebraska-Michigan State, 58 and a half. Hmm. Because Classic Big, Big 10, 10, under. <laughs> and I, dude, wait, I, I, wait, 58 and a half? Yeah. yeah Is that, Nebraska and who? Michigan State. Well, oh, Nebraska, Nebraska's going to get about 13 on their own. So 100%. Yeah, I, I under. like that. Wow, that's so, way high for, for that. So I – um, Damn. And I, I literally – what I did is I went to the ESPN app. I went to Big Ten. I was like, who in the Big Ten is playing the Big Ten? And, like, no one else is really playing besides, like, Illinois and someone. So I was, like, uh, under Nebraska-Michigan State all day. 58 um, and a half. Holy shit. No, oh, it went to, it went down to 52 already. Did it really? Yeah. It's at 52 now. Uh, I'm taking it. <laughs> Hammer. I'm taking it. Well, uh, classic Kurt, Big Ten. Yeah. So I uh, honestly the hardest part about picking my bets this week was that there was literally too many lines that I like. Um, so I, I'm gonna go ahead and and start it off with I love Liberty minus six Friday night. You guys know that's my team. Riding riding with them this year. Liberty minus six. Uh Louisville minus minus two and a half. Uh Louisville looked good last week. They're playing Florida State, who is currently just a dumpster fire. Florida State, absolute trash program. Like Louisville minus two and a half. And then for my last pick, uh, I was torn. Uh, I'm riding with uh, so Arkansas. I bought them up, bought a half point. So Arkansas plus seven against AM. I just I like them. They run the ball. They play good, stingy, hard nosed defense. I like Arkansas to get it done against AM. Um, I feel really good about all three of those picks. Uh, you know, there were some other ones too. I like Notre Dame. I like Kentucky this weekend. Uh, Missouri being minus two on the road and up in Boston, Boston College. That was another one I thought about, but uh. Yeah, the, there's a lot of games I like this weekend. I will Clemson say that minus ten. I also I, I can't, I can't, believe, I can't believe Oklahoma being um like this isn't one of my bets, but I'm just I I have it separately as well. Is West Virginia plus they're like sixteen and a half. You buy them plus seventeen. I mean Oklahoma's terrible. I agree with that bet. I hundred percent. I like Oklahoma is terrible. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of points. There's a lot of games like that that are like, why is the line? Yeah, like I would have expected it to be maybe maybe eleven or twelve. I mean, seventeen. That that's pretty for for an Oklahoma team that has looked awful. I like that bet. Yeah, take the over on that one. Yeah, I I definitely lock of the year. Throw the mortgage on it. Liberty Friday night minus six. Well, let's let's go with my picks because that's definitely one of my picks. Syracuse is trash. Liberty is going to score. I do. I I put Liberty up at least seventeen on Syracuse. Malik in, Willis in Heisman Q's. moment on ESPN, dude. I'm 100% taking liberty. I I like Friday that bet. action. I like that action. Uh, I got Buffalo minus 14. Um, they look good against okay. Coastal. They, they like look that. good against against Coastal. I think they bounce back. 
and uh, play well. And then I got, obviously, Big Ten. I'm going the next Big Ten cop, uh, Illinois, Purdue, under 53. Both offenses are trash. They're not going to play well. It's going to be under. I'm, I'm taking those three. Uh, there's a oh, lot man. of games, though, that, like, I I still don't understand y'all's NC State-Clemson thing. I would take the under, at, if anything, to at least win money. But, I mean, I just – I don't know. I don't like it. Sam, wait, was your pick not the Michigan State one? No, it was Illinois-Purdue. Is that 53? Because both mm. offenses are, are trash. I'm I'm switching my pick. I'm just, riding with I'm I'm riding with Sam. <laughs> I'm just going. I mean, I, I saw Big Ten matchup. Holy and both, wagon. Both, both dude. Well, Big yeah, Ten so, matchup, and they both are bad offenses. I well, and I agree. I was I thought that was I thought your pick was the no not Michigan. Nebraska. Okay, yeah. I could, well because I was looking at you know, like the most amount of points that Michigan State scores thirty eight, and I think Michigan State's obviously better than what I ever imagined them they would be this year. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that that coach they got from Colorado is is doing what he's doing out there. Yeah, he, Mel he's, Tucker, he's yeah. yeah he's yeah or, Mel Tucker he's been very impressive. Or, I, I think is that uh, his first name? Where is he at? I, I think um, so. Uh, not the, Mel Tucker. It's um something Tucker. Where's he at? He's at Michigan oh. State. Yeah. Oh, they. I mean, yeah, they, no, they, it, they won me money it, last it's week. It's Mel Tucker. It's Mel Tucker. Okay, yeah. They yeah, no, he, bur- he burned Colorado, too. Yeah, like, you I guys, had money on that. This is a, a live update. I guess he, he, he did this uh, a little uh, earlier, but <laughs> Cam Curry left, uh, left the sidetrack sports uh, conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. Little Bert hurt Cameron Kerr. I don't know. I don't know what that's about, but um, yeah. little, uh, he'll be all right. A little too much brewskis in there. That's why he's a little buyer now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think I'm gonna change mine. I think I'm going Illinois Purdue yeah. under. Be, I like yeah. that one. I, I thought because I was gonna ride with that, and I guess I got him confused because the original one I was gonna do is Michigan State. So I want that. I want that marked down. Um, I'll, I'll send out the picks. Um, Wait, Kurt, yeah, what no, was your one that tomorrow, was two and a half? We didn't... What was your bet that was two and oh, he's frozen again? Because it actually went down to one and a half. Okay, yeah. So I did on the on our week four picks that I'm sending out, I did do Illinois Purdue under 53. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, that, that's definitely gonna hit under. Yeah. 100 percent um, I, I I don't know if you guys can hear me now. Yeah, but but Louisville yeah, against Florida, yeah Louisville against Florida State. Yeah, that it, is, it, it yeah, went absolute absolute hammer time. It went down uh, one and a half. Louisville. Yeah, see that that just I, I understand Louisville kind of got a little bit of a fluky lucky win against UCF. I'm not betting on Louisville as much as I'm betting against Florida State. Is Cunningham hurt? Because he got banged the fuck up last week. Dude, you you could literally start Derek Dornboss at QB, and I like your odds against Florida State. <laughs> Florida well, State, fly the yeah, fly the bird, fly the bird. You, you should, uh, you know. Hey, I've I've had my time. <laughs> fly the um, bird. All right, boys. Well, good. Uh, solid, solid picks. Uh, good to be back, fellas. Appreciate you guys hopping on. You know, putting that time in. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Hopefully, Jake yeah, Curry doesn't get butt hurt about this. Any any last words, fellas? Um, yeah, University of Florida, uh, 
comeback tour starts now. See, see in Atlanta in about three months, Alabama. <laughs> who uh, who does Florida play this week? Um, we play Tennessee, so that's a nice little forty-point dub. Oh, hey, and, and on point. that same, yeah, on that same topic, um, yeah, UF minus nineteen, hammer. <laughs> I'd hammer that. Throw AR in there. I hammer that. Yeah, AR is supposed supposedly healthy again, and that's another thing too I missed earlier on in the pod. But if we have AR, there is a zero percent chance we get stopped on that two point try. Dude, it, it, I got one question. Did he pick fifteen just because of AR fifteen? Yeah, no, that, that was a big reason. But yeah. well, and it, it's it's tough too because you don't like you have to be a superstar to come into Gainesville as a quarterback and be like I'm wearing 15 because like yeah. it, it's, it's Tebow. Yeah, you know? but but if, if they're like like are they not going to reti- are they not like I'm assuming they're going to retire his jersey sometime. Uh, I I would assume so, but it, it's it's one of those things where. Um, well, well, T- Tebow also gave him the blessing because Tebow saw this kid and he's like, yeah, um, you're arguably the most talented kid to ever come through here. <laughs> do, what, do whatever you want. <laughs> Just win me a national championship. All right, fellas. Well. Malik Willis Hosman Trophy. Boys. Let's, let's get after it.